0: Welcome to Patient Stories. My name is Dr. Bertrand Liang, and these are tales about some remarkable people whom I've met through the opportunity of being a physician. Just playing the notes on the page. Ms. T entered my clinic late one afternoon, noting that she'd come from the local orchestra where she was a flutist and had been practicing very late Due to a performance planned in a couple of weeks that would be outside as opposed to the usual indoor concert hall. Since it was the summer, they had migrated from their usual home downtown to a country environment outside the city near the lake, where they'd play a variety of pieces with visiting conductors and more, as Miss T noted, fun pieces that weren't the usual. And would be more popular tunes reflecting oftentimes movie themes, variations on children's songs, and the like. It's a lot more relaxed than the usual stuff, Miss T told me after catching her breath. It tends to be a lot of fun, and we get to work with so many different conductors. And most of the time, we go against traffic, a key component, I agreed, for any of us who tended to work at the center of the city. I asked Miss T why she'd come to see me, and she smiled an embarrassed smile. Well, my friend told me to come, she noted sheepishly. I didn't really feel or want to come in, but he insisted. Better to be safe than sorry. I waited for the patient to continue. I'm tripping a lot, she blurted out somewhat loudly. It's happened four, maybe five times. It's nothing, really. I asked the patient when she first noticed it probably a couple of months ago. I was getting up after practice and Ken, he's one of the other flutists, I was moving towards him and I kind of tripped over my feet, landed right on my elbow. I nodded, suggesting that she go on. He picked me up and I was okay. We went out to dinner and while I was dragging a bit, it was really no problem. She paused, thinking. Then about a week later, it happened again. Same situation. My conductor thought I'd had a few too many, but I don't drink. Ken told me to go to the doctor, but I just thought it was no big deal. But then last week it happened twice. I just couldn't figure it out. Well, what were the circumstances those last two times? I asked, following up. It's weird. It's the same kind of thing. It's after practice. Not sure why. Maybe I'm allergic to practice. She smiled nervously. I asked about other activities and other symptoms as well. Sports? I don't do sports. I've always been kind of a klutz. That's why I stick to music. I asked her about weakness. Not that I can really perceive. What about numbness and tingling? Miss T paused for a moment. Well, maybe, but it's not always there. It's kind of like on the top of my foot sometimes it tingles trying to get a better index of what was going on, I asked about true numbness or loss of feeling. Nope, nothing like that. So what we were dealing with was an episodic tripping without associated numbness, and occasional tingling on the top of the foot. I then asked Ms. T why she specifically had come to see me. Ken told me that this was the clinic for musicians, she noted. Some listeners of this podcast will recall that I did do a couple of clinics related to issues with neurologic problems with musicians in the past, although it was things like dystonia or issues with playing their respective instruments. I don't have any problem playing my flute, the patient noted when asked. In fact, I've been concentrating more lately, since one of the pieces has a pretty complex range which I really need to pay attention to but no issues with playing. After a few more questions, we progressed to working on Ms. T's neurologic examination. Trying to think about localization of her symptoms, I was clearly focused on her peripheral nervous system, not surprisingly. The subacute nature was somewhat bothersome, and the patient didn't have any risk factors. She was as well young, in her 30s, and didn't really seem to be otherwise unhealthy, although With a very thin body habitus, which she noted she'd had her entire life. As we were doing her exam, I noted a slightly reddish mark on the lateral part of her right knee and asked her about it. That, she said with a laugh, is what I do when I'm concentrating. I asked her to explain. Some of us flutists have this habit of turning to the right when we play, she told me patiently. When I play, I've always wrapped my right leg around the inside of the chair. I nodded, having seen others do the same in the past. When I concentrate, I tend to push on the chair leg, apparently. I guess I've always done it. I think it's been more since the summer season started. This helped clue me in, since the location of redness was right over the fibular head, an area just lateral and a bit below the kneecap. This was the classic location for a specific kind of neuropathy, either common perineal or, more rarely, a superficial perineal palsy. When testing strength, the patient's foot plantar and dorsiflexion, or movement of the foot towards the floor and away from the floor, was intact. But when everting her foot, she was clearly weak, particularly compared to the left leg and her sensory exam did show a slight decrease in pinprick sensation over the front part of her leg and foot. So at least by examination, Ms. T had the less common form of neuropathy, the superficial form. I told the patient what I thought, and that to be sure, we should get some neurophysiologic testing, namely an EMG nerve conduction study to further assess her condition. So this is causing my tripping? It's not just me being uncoordinated? I told her I wasn't sure, but it certainly could contribute to her falling. And we should try to help her by avoiding her pushing on the lateral part of her leg like that. I'm not sure I can do that, she noted seriously. I really can't help it. Like I said, it's a concentration thing. We resolved to assess her by testing and if revealing, then to address the issue. We were able to get the emg and C-v testing fairly quickly, and it did indeed confirm a superficial peroneal nerve involvement, which was moderately severe. In the meantime, however, I did consult with our physical medicine and rehabilitation group, and one of the doctors there suggested a kind of brace that fit over the knee and was padded, which diffused the pressure away from the vulnerable area. The patient was quite happy with it. Since it was discreet, it fit well under her dress and still allowed her the ability to wrap her leg around the chair and yet not worsen her symptoms. And she stopped falling as well. Ken was right. You guys here really know how to take care of us musicians, she told me during our last appointment. I replied that it was she who gave me all the clues and I just put one and one together. She smiled and said with bright eyes and kind of a grin, Yeah, like musicians, we say things like that. All we do is just play the notes on the page. As we've come to know, it's a bit more than that. She smiled again. Indeed and well said. Thank you for joining me for Patient Stories. Be happy, be healthy, and find peace.